0: To the kitchen table, a show dedicated to helping you escape diet culture, gain trust with food, honor your body, and live a brighter life. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the kitchen table. I'm Alicia Brown, a non-diet dietitian, and I'm here today with Lori B. Style. I am so excited she's here with us. She is bringing the fire today. She's named LA's top personal shopper and stylist by Angelino Magazine. She was also named LA's best personal stylist by CVS and LA's go-to stylist by the Los Angeles Times. She's amazing. Lori Brucker of Lori B. Style is all about style powerment. Ooh. Love that term. A certified image consultant, personal stylist, motivational speaker, spokeswoman, and author. Lori brings 17 years of fashion and style expertise to private homes, to public stages, and on camera as a style expert and host. Teaching realistic, creative, and attainable style strategies in order to create possibility and empowerment to promote personal growth. Lori's unique specialty is what sets her apart as a leader in the industry. Known as the original body positivity stylist, Lori's mission is for women to see themselves differently in the mirror by embracing their bodies, seeing their true beauty, and recognizing their own inner power and learning to let their best selves shine. Lori, I am so excited you're here with us today.
1: (laughs) Thank you for having me. Hearing that introduction, you sometimes always forget.
0: I'm like, oh yeah, that is who I am. (laughs) (laughs) It is. And I got to tell you, like it feels like style powerment. Like, ooh, that is something that we all want. But you know Mm -hmm. what's really hard? It's hard to feel confident in styling yourself and your body when you feel like your body isn't something that you're Mm -hmm. feeling confident in. It's like styling. Um, Styling the body feels so hard when just picking out clothes every day can be hard style empowerment has to come with sort of like body confidence, right? So that's what I would love to talk with you here on the show today. How can we confidently style the bodies that we're currently in? But before we get into that, how did you even get into the fashion world? Like give us your story, give us how you found yourself as a personal stylist.
1: Yeah. Well, I I've had quite the journey and uh, right off the bat. Yes. I mean, I think style ultimately is confidence and confidence is style and over the years my own personal journey along with my career journey has really kind of led up to this space that I'm in now where I teach women how to truly love who they are, where they are, what they are and now let's dress you accordingly versus it needing to be in the fashion which my my history of my career has been in. so I was a former fashion designer I've always loved fashion. Actually, I was originally uh, wanting to be in musical theater, wanted to be on stage, sing and dance and act. um, And then I went to college for theater and realized I'm not a good like theater actress, like Shakespeare is not my thing, but I, I was like. Fashion's interesting, and I kind of moved into apparel merchandising and just started this pathway. I moved to New York City after college, and and got a job at Glamour magazine and was like working in the magazine world, but never really felt like I fit in. And I was so conscious of what I was wearing during this journey. So I moved from there into becoming an assistant designer for you know design house, and I my design career went from there. And I was in New York City designing for about seven years, and what I was was doing was designing fast fashion, mass market apparel. So what was happening on the runways that, you know, I was translating that down to what real women were wearing. So my design uh, history has always been translating what is on the runways to how just an everyday shopper would wear it. Um, all the while, there was this outside journey outside of the office happening of myself trying to fit into the fashion industry not feeling like I was enough, not feeling like my wardrobe was enough. I didn't have the money everybody had. I didn't have the vibe everyone had. I didn't have the body everybody had. And I constantly had this struggle with like trying to step into my best self in that scenario in a situation where, if you've seen the Devil Wears Prada, it is a very, um, the fashion industry unfortunately has a very demeaning side and a lot of, uh, there's a lot of story. I, I, this was 10, years, 12 years ago now, so I can't speak to what it's like today. I'd like to think that it's gotten better. I don't know. Uh, but in my history, like the Devil Wears Prada lifestyle was you work 12 hour days, you have no outside life, and You wash, rinse, repeat every single day on a hamster wheel and you lose yourself in that. And ultimately, as I journeyed through that, I did lose who I was. I lost my whole sense of who I was, not only just doing a job that I was really unsatisfied doing. I was also because I should I'm not meant to sit behind a desk. I I, no. I should have known that when I went into it, but I really know that now. But the other part was I was trying so hard to fit in and to be like other people in how I presented myself all the while, never feeling like I fit in and never feeling included. And so I ended up going back to school, um, at FIT and I got a degree in image consulting, which is the science of dress. And it really, there was something about it that struck me that was, you know, It's about the individual. There there was a styling class too. And that was about the big mood and the scene and the the designer wardrobe. And this was really about people. And that's always been at the heart of what I do. I care about people. Like my slogan has always been people first, style second. That's who I am. And I just went on this incredible journey from there. I graduated with my um, certification in image consulting. I then strategically quit my job and moved my cat and myself back to Los Angeles, where I'm from and I moved back in with my parents at 29 years old and I started my business out of the bedroom I grew up in (laughs) and um, it's been a journey. I've, I've really started doing all kinds of things in style to see what felt good. And ultimately, as I journeyed through this career, what I found not only in the clients that I really started resonating with, but how through myself is that women, we put ourselves down. We look outside of us for our own self-worth. We look outside of us for what is acceptable and worthy. And um, we, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but there's so much in that, that we are looking outwardly For what's going to make us great versus going within and knowing that we are amazing and within. And I saw how many women, as I started working in closets and cleaning out closets and helping women get dressed for their bodies and what made them feel confident was that we speak so negatively to ourselves. We look in the mirror and this kind of wraps around the very first thing you mentioned, like we look in the mirror and we see the flaws. We don't look in the mirror and see, and I do this too. Like I'll, pass in the mirror in the morning I'm like oh oh no oh no that's not good today <laughs> you know and I and then I start my day off already saying something negative to myself so then what happens you then go to your closet doors you're already feeling not so great about yourself and now you have wardrobe in there that you're not 100 sure if it's like there's always like things that come up like our closets are like a a dungeonous like a cavernous dungeon of like emotions and memories and hurt feelings and, Oh, I've gained weight and this doesn't fit. And I have watched, like, as I've worked with women to become the, the more empower, like empowerment stylist that I am, I realized how much that is affecting how we get dressed. So if, if we could change how we are addressing ourselves, how we're loving ourselves and how we then face ourselves, can we effectively change how we're choosing to get dressed how we're choosing to express ourselves so that's ultimately so now 12 years into this business i have used my voice privately with clients publicly on stage and also on camera as a spokeswoman and a host and i now have written my first book all
0: about just this that's the journey <laughs> Amazing! You're so right. It's you're so spot on, especially about you know that circumstance. We kind of pass by the mirror and we're like, ooh, uh, and we get dressed and we might not like really love what we're wearing. And then we find ourselves like it's affecting how we show up to the workplace, how we show up in our relationships, like in fact, in fact, so I guess effects, <laughs> I meant to say no, no. our entire day. And so it's like the start yeah. of our day is how we get dressed. But what you're saying is kind of like, it requires a mindset shift, maybe first recognizing these negative thought patterns that are starting that are mostly like, would you agree? Like, unconscious or very quiet or subconscious, sub, uh, like they're residual thoughts that we let ruminate, right? Mm-hmm. But they exist. And they're historical. And historical, they've been brewing in there for a while. Mm-hmm. We're really good at these thought patterns, but you're what you're saying is switching them or understanding them, working through them to develop new thought patterns can change how we dress ourselves. Maybe it starts with how we're talking to ourselves is really your point you're saying.
1: Absolutely. It, it starts with how we're, how we see ourselves. And because what happens is when you look in the mirror and you see yourself in one way, that's not necessarily what everyone else sees, but we're using our own perception to then make our next decisions. So if you're not feeling good about yourself, um, your body overall, when you go to your closet, most people then tend to dress that mood or that feeling or to hide themselves using wardrobe as their shield to like hide that insecurity. So we'll sometimes we'll use our wardrobe as armor to like block people from really f- seeing how insecure we are. All the while, many times women are making the wrong choices that would empower them and feel better. And so, you know, I saw something the other day about how the term flattering, of figure flattering we should like get rid of because, you know, that means that you are, um, you know, it means that you have to look slimmer or thinner. And I, you know, I, I thought about that because there's a lot of that talk in my book about how to flatter your figure. But ultimately what I really look at it as is when you dress in a way that when you see yourself in the mirror and you see how beautiful your body is in any, any shape in all shapes, It trains your brain like this is a mind trick, like a style Jedi mind trick we're going to do on ourselves. Because when you wear clothing that does flatter your beautiful figure, you see it in the mirror and the more you see it, you then begin to believe it. So it's almost not just a choosing to get dressed and wearing something empowered. It's a choice that you, one, should make daily to the best of their abilities, of course, um, and best of their capacity to Really choose to step into that space so that you see yourself as the incredible you in the mirror. A lot of times we're not seeing that. So we see the other stuff and that's what we focus on. So can we look in the mirror, love ourselves for who we are and accept where we are and also then dress who we are so that we feel good. These are choices we get to make. It's not easy. This is not like, a, oh, I'm going wear this and now I feel better. I mean, there's definitely like an education to what makes sense for the individual and everyone's very different. So what works for one might be a little bit different for someone else. So ultimately we have to keep trying to find, or obviously you could hire someone to help you support you with that. I, my book definitely breaks all of this down, but you know, like it's you it's important to educate yourself on what makes sense for you right now so that you can choose make better decisions for
0: you right now and start feeling better now i can see the importance of getting support because yeah. like these mindsets that we go with when you said like we carry the mindset that we have about ourselves and our body when we walk into our closet and we Mm -hmm. clothe ourselves accordingly and then we reaffirm that mindset, right? It's like that negative feedback loop Mm continues to reaffirm our current negative thoughts that we have about ourselves and our bodies. I could see why getting support to just open the door a little bit like you just did to the possibility of flattering our figure or to find our figure flattering. Like Mm -hmm. this is something that would have been like so hard for me when I had a poor self image, I wouldn't have believed you if you said we can put something on you. That's flattering because I didn't believe myself that I could ever be attractive to anybody Mm -hmm. do you know or even to myself and it's just true you know and and working through these things I needed you know support from somebody outside to actually believe enough to say you're worthy of making a change to feel empowered in what you wear yeah I mean that changes our experience completely sometimes we need somebody to like pull us up from that place of like oh just stuck in the hatred of ourselves, especially with clothes. Like for me, I've struggled with this my whole life, Lori. So mm-hmm. I am speaking of a place of just knowing the suck and still not really feeling confident with my style. So I just like, I'm, I'm gleaning off of all of this right now because I think like having support to pull you up and say, you can be empowered in your, even like the belief that that could be true is, mm-hmm. is empowering in and of itself. And that there's possibility. And I think you hit the nail on the head with the idea
1: that, um, you know, I, my, one of my slogans has been style, confidence, possibilities, because I've always seen style at like style is a gateway to possibility. So when you start learning new ways to put yourself together, that feels good for you, aligns with who you are, your lifestyle, and flatters your body and the figure you currently have. That's kind of the stuff that felt really impossible right? You're like, this is impossible. I could never look good in that kind of top or this kind of dress. And lo and behold, all you needed to do was add a belt to it to change and add a necklace to change the whole vibe. But you didn't know those tools. So here you are now experiencing this new way of getting dressed. And you're like, wait, if this is possible, what else in my life have I thought to be impossible that may also be possible. And so style and, and learning your own sense of style, what works for you, the individual is this gateway door that flies right open when you finally get it. And it like, everything is possible because ultimately it's limitless. There is limitless possibilities in your style and in your life, but why are we not getting there? It's because we stop ourselves. And when we, st- especially now, and this is like, we stand in front of our closets every single morning to get dressed. And this has been like the biggest thing for me. We have to get dressed every day. You have to put on clothes. Like you have to choose to get dressed. I mean, you don't have to, but like we all would have, you know, most of your neighborhood would probably be like, Nice that she's wearing clothes today. (laughs) She got dressed today, but like you can go naked, but you know, it's you have to put on clothes. So, that decision that you make for yourself in the morning when you realize how powerful that singular moment is in your life, if you are getting dressed every day, feeling good with what you put on, whatever that may be, whatever your style is, loving what's in your closet, not finding it triggering because you've worked through the emotional experiences of it, you then start starting every single day on a new path, every single day on a positive foot, every single day feeling that things are possible because you started your morning, allowing that possibility to be with you and yourself. And that is just like this really Big part of why what I do, I think, is so valuable for women, and and your across your life. I mean, this is like, and I for myself have I have been through so many iterations of body change, insecurity. I've hated. I still like don't love. I still look at my body and I'm like, this is not the body I remember I had. I don't know how to dress this. Sometimes I sometimes put on clothes and like this doesn't fit anymore. And it's, it's horrifying because societally we've been told that that's not good enough and family or friends or work or whatever that is that has come across and we've all have different bits and pieces of that, but it sticks in our brain resonates. And when it doesn't work, we're like, Oh, they were right. I'm that or, Oh, they were right. I'm not beautiful. Or, Oh, that was, you know, like you start like re-perpetuating all of that. And, and I've been through that so much so that I've also used style as my medicine to work through it so that every day I'm stepping into my best self and I teach women how to do that too. And that's really like the power, the power of style, you know?
0: That is <laughs> the power of style. Style powerment. That is yes, exactly, exactly what it is. <laughs> exactly. And it's like instead of like it's breaking that negative feedback loop and finding that positive. Mm-hmm. This works with my body. I'm liking how I look. That then positively impacts that again of our life from mm-hmm. the start. Amazing.
1: And- and one of the other things that's really can be really, really challenging is the idea that we get more we are more comfortable and you were speaking to this earlier, kind of staying in that old space, you know, picking the old thing doing it again. We're like gluttons for our own punishment. We like love, we love going right. It's more comfortable to be negative with ourselves and to stay in this unknown, unhappy space than it is to do something differently that you've never done before. That's really uncomfortable. It makes you have to like wear something a little bit differently or do something a little bit differently and then go out into the world in that thing and be like, this is me, you know, like, that, <laughs> that. that is so scary that we then just are like, okay, I'll go back to the, you know, the outfit that doesn't make me feel good and hides my curves. And actually when I look in the mirror, it, you know, because a lot of times people will wear things to hide their bodies, but they're actually wor- wearing things that are like entirely working against them. It's either making them look wider or shorter or boxier, and you're losing that beautiful frame that you have. So it's, it's, um, it's so hard to step into this, but I always just like one new thing a day, like try one, new thing, one itty bitty change. So if it's, you know, adding a belt, if it's wearing a pop of color, if it's wearing a heel, if it w- one thing that you can change a day, at least it's baby steps. Cause once you do it and someone's like, Oh, something's different about you today, you know, you're like, Oh, I want to do that again. So it starts helping you encourage yourself to do it more don't have to change overnight. And that's ultimately like, I've always had a hard time with like, when I shop for clients and, you know, I never want to take somebody shopping and just like, just shopping. Like I I have to like understand so much ahead of time. And ultimately when you shop, they still take the clothes home, but what are they going to do with it? You really have to like work your way into it. You really got to like take those baby steps. It doesn't not happen overnight. This is like a journey you get to go on to your own, creative self-expression. And it's like, what a, it's such a powerful journey.
0: Yeah. It truly is a powerful journey. So many things came up for me, as you said that, like sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, like when we really like something that we're wearing, we need like positive reinforcement. Oh, that looks really good. You know, we're looking for other people to say this. Right. Or we just want like this objective view of like, you know, how other people perceive us in our style that can bring up, like, not only do we have, here it is more clearly, not Mm -hmm. only do we have like our own self criticism and self judgment over our bodies and what we put on our bodies, but we're worried about judgment and criticism from others, especially Mm -hmm. when we're trying on something new. So having an expert actually study this and actually understand style and what style is and how to style all bodies that gives Mm -hmm. a different kind of edge. And I think that's so impactful. Can we go back to the place where you were saying, Mm -hmm. um, you know, your body has been through some changes yourself and you've had to buy clothes that are larger or, you know, as your body is shifted and changed Mm -hmm. and me too, all of us have. How do you you deal with that or navigate that? You know, a lot of us, it's summer now. We just got into these summer months. We're trying on clothes, you know, our summer clothes from last year. And maybe they're not fitting right. Maybe they're not feeling right. What is, you know, some insight that you might have for the women, you know, like myself, standing in front of their closets, really feeling defeated that the clothes that they liked that they wore aren't working anymore? And
1: I feel that so like right now, I am in that after like this past year and a half. I mean so few of my clothes are fitting, especially my bottoms. Um, it's 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 so challenging. Uh, this is the toughest part, ready? You are going to have to accept yourself where you are. That's it. It's not easy. and I you know, and it's a daily. Conscious struggle. Like, you see something you don't like? Nope, I'm not going to do that. I am, no, I'm not going to, nope. You know, you really have to catch yourself actively and be your own um, advocate uh, as you go through that. Um, one of the things that I love about getting dressed, and this is a lot of times like when we have a negative mindset, we then style ourselves leading with that negative mindset. So an easy tool right now would be to try to lead with a positive mindset. So let's celebrate what you love right now. So maybe there's areas you do not love. Like right now, that's my middle section. My whole middle section um i actually it's funny i have i joke that my body type is practically pregnant because it I, that's the way i gain weight so when i gain weight people think i'm pregnant when i'm not it's really fun and and so i like and so it's like that's my like i have to accept this this is not changing tomorrow i can work on my diet and, and eat healthy. That feels good for me. I can work out. That feels good for me. I can take the actions that feel good for me, but tomorrow when I wake up, this is still here. And I think that's the thing that like, if we realize that like, I can't change that right now. So what can I do? I'm going to work with what I have to celebrate the areas I love right now and dress that way. So I'm going to start wearing things. And this is what I've been doing, like wearing things that accentuate the areas I love. And actually this really fun little style tip reminder, and it's called accept, distract, attract. So whatever area of the body that you are not loving right now, I feel you. I'm with you. We have to accept it. It's so hard, but let's just accept that we can't change it tomorrow. Do whatever you need to do to work towards your future, but tomorrow it's not changing. Let's accept it and love it for what it is. And it's there. Now let's find the areas you do love. So is it your your neckline? Is it your legs? Is it your chest? Is it your smile? Whatever that is. And now let's, instead of focusing on the areas you don't love, let's focus on the area you do love and style around that. So we're going to use techniques to distract away from the area that you don't love and attract to the area you do love. And this is an easy trick. So anything that can accentuate, draw attention to that area. So if it's your smile, you know, a great necklace that frames your face, doing your hair in a way that really makes you feel like you're shining or even like a five minute face is great. Um, If it's your, you know, if it's like your collarbones, maybe it's wearing like an off the shoulder top, maybe it's, um, you know, if it's your chest line, maybe it's wearing something a little bit more revealing or a bright color on the top top half of your frame so that it draws the eyes up and in the area that you don't love, stick to minimal pattern, minimal color. You can do color, but like, you know, neutral tones you can do like navies and blacks and you don't have to stick to black i feel like black and black all slimming you don't have to do that you could you could honestly do white on white but then do a punchy neon you know yellow somewhere else that draws the eyes. so think about what is the most eye catching And bring that to the area that you want to accentuate and love and and show off in your style. And then just keep very simplistic, clean lines, not a lot of mess, not a lot of fuss in the areas that you don't love. That will help minimize the area visually as well as make it something not even to look at because they're going to be looking at that amazing sparkling necklace or the big earrings or the cool hat or the colorful shoes or the sparkly top or the you know the wild skirt like they're going to be looking at all the things that you're choosing them to look at so you can get dressed in a way that supports feeling good and also is celebrating the areas you love so accept
0: distract attract this brings like an objectiveness about the body too that I want to bring up to the surface as well. Like, I don't really like these parts of myself of myself today and that's okay. And I really love these parts of myself today and that's okay too. It brings like, you know, even like just identifying, you mentioned like, you know, with body change, finding acceptance that is so hard, but you're right that that acceptance can bring this like objectivity to the clothing experience while still having parts of your body, not be totally loved by yourself. Right. So I love that you're coming with this idea that like, you don't have to love your body to love how you're styling it. You can love your style in a way to help you see your body in a different way that you can Mm -hmm. really enjoy. Um, And that brings the confidence.
1: (laughs) Yes. Oh yeah. You nailed it. That's that's exactly it. And look, and it's not, it's, it's something that we have to choose, but it, but tomorrow after listening to this, what can everybody go to tomorrow? Yes. You literally can go into your closet and say, what area am I going to celebrate today? So let's ask, let's start with that. What am I going to celebrate today? I'm going to celebrate my favorite area and that is my, you know, my, 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 my decolletage right here. Okay. So what do I have that's going to draw attention there? Is it a necklace, a bright color, a favorite blouse, something with ruffles, something with an open neckline, whatever that is, pick something that does that and then pick a solid color, a neutral tone to wear everywhere else. And just let that be your focal point and just try that for a day. And then the next day might be a different area. It could be the same area, but start leading with that lead with that feeling of how am I going to celebrate myself today with my style while knowing compassionately that the areas that you might not be loving right now is super normal. We all have them. We all have them. There's not Every time I've done like a speech, well, when I used to be able to get on stage and have like a big room of people and you, and I asked the question, who has an area of the their body that they are not loving right now? There is a, every single hand raised because every single woman, whether you are a size zero or a size 24 has something that is, uh, you know, a, you know, challenging them with when they look in the mirror. And that's, you know, when I, when I would talk about like, you know, definitely that's like, could be body dysmorphia for some, it could be like, you know, all the things that build up for us, but it truly is this, like, as societally as women, we, especially in our generation too, like we were, we are not brought up to love your beautiful body, accept your beautiful body. Um, And that's the thing that we have to be in total defiance of now like we as women who are going to be the leaders in this world who are going to bring our light to the world who are going to bring change in this world we have to break these patterns we have to actively break these patterns. And this is now your choice every single morning that you have to do and have to make to break a pattern, to step into your best self, to start feeling better every day. Does every day have to be perfect? Absolutely not. But you're going to keep showing up. You're going to keep trying. And this is across the board, whether it's style or life. You know, it's But this is how we break the chains, how we break the patterns, how we now bring more light into the world and how you bring your incredible gifts to the world, even further, even more radiant, like style to me comes from within. So, you know, so it's, it's really like when you really tap into that space, you shine from the inside out, it radiates beyond your body and you can change the world with that kind of energy. And we need more of that. So we need you. We need you to do this for you and for the world. (laughs) the calling.
0: <laughs> my heart is leaping out of my chest and you exude such light and such confidence in what you do. And you're right about even, you know, generational patterns. You know, I have a one-year-old daughter. I want her to feel empowered when she grows up and gets dressed. You know, I want her mm-hmm. to feel empowered in her body. What do I have to do for her to feel empowered in her style as she grows up? Mm-hmm. I've got to work on my own body stuff. That might mean also, asking the question, why don't I like this part of myself? You know, it might mean working mm. on some of this body stuff. It might mean, yes, in the moment as I'm getting dressed. Take all these tips, right? Just get through the moment. just feel empowered mm-hmm. in the moment, but at some point, recognizing, okay, like, why am I at, you know, at a point of dissonance with my body right now? How can I sift through some of these patterns? Wow, what would that do to our style when we fully embrace ourselves? Like I'm here, Casey last week on the episode, just like said mm-hmm. that she's heightening the bar and wants self-love for everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, how would we style ourselves and how would we show up and change the world as you're saying? if we really did love and embrace every part of our bodies, like what if mm-hmm. that was possible as well? Ooh. And we, we would bring kindness to ourselves. We would
1: bring kindness to others. That's actually uh, facing what this is, is the first part of my book. Like the, like my style. Okay. The book is called you are the yes. style. And that's like the big thing. Like you are the style. I mean, that's the secret, right? It's not about the clothes, it's you. And it's a this, this, even the beginning of it is like a deep dive into well, what are these patterns that you think are real that we're going to just rewrite this whole story for yourself? Like, let's clean this slate. And I talk and I, I walk you through that process of like, let's identify what that is for you. Let's really start digging deep and seeing how the choices that we're making are not really in alignment with who the potential, the untapped potential that we all bring to this world. And so when you start shaking all this out and realizing that you've been making these decisions based on this other thing that someone once told you, and that that's not even real that doesn't have to be your truth. You can rewrite your truth. And this, you know, this book takes you not just about like how to get dressed, but it's like it's this deep dive into that space. Cause I really believe that that's the part that is missing. Mm. Everyone can go get new clothing, but if you are not feeling deeply aligned with you, the clothing is just hanging on a body. You got to be the energy, the vibe, the style that radiates past it. And so I'm just, you know, uh, so passionate, very passionate about
0: that. As you can tell. <laughs> we all struggle with like the comparison bit too, like kind of going mm-hmm. back to, I also lived in New York city for a bit. I get the comparison, a uh, fast paced environment there. Mm-hmm. And what you said just now about really no, like discovering your style through sifting through some of this stuff, sifting through Mm -hmm. some of these patterns, discovering your style. When we exude that confidence through the self-expression, through our own style that we have then, Mm -hmm. do you feel like comparisons start to dissipate a little bit more? Yeah. You know, it's funny that you bring that up. I, in the
1: introduction of the book, I, which I rewrote recent, like in the past year, I rewrote it because I had this huge epiphany about the stories that I was telling uh, to myself about my life experiences. And it realized I had peppered the book through like, of all these stories that all ultimately had the same story, which was, I was comparing myself to others and feeling less than in all these different situations. So I'm like, here, I'm writing this book and I'm like, here's this story and the story. And I'm like, oh, they're all the same thing. And, you know, I, when I realized that I, I, you know, that part of me was still so deep while at the same time one of my, like, and like the second to last chapter, I dive into uh, something I call like a realization I had when I was in New York City, walking down the street and having those feelings and thinking, well, I'm looking, I don't want to give too much about it, but I basically dive into, I'm going to tell you the whole story, but um, I basically dive into what happens when we're looking at other people and thinking negative thoughts and how do we shift that mindset and, and shift our actions in a way that is, we are the ones leading the way with without, by not comparing ourselves, but instead celebrating others. So instead of looking at someone else to compare look to celebrate. And if we can do that, there's a lot of really incredible life reverberations that come from there. I'll leave that for the chapter read because it's probably my favorite chapter in the whole book. It's a story about walking in New York city and it's wild. So But it's ultimately like we shift our perspective by shifting these actions that we take and catching ourselves when we do it too. So like, if you're going to walk in the street and you see somebody that is wearing something that is like really cool and instantly you're like, that's so pretty, but I can never do that. I mean, right off the bat, you're just like telling yourself it's not possible for you. And you're, it's like a negative energy vibe for the both of you. Cause now she's looking at you and you're looking at her like, you know? <laughs> and, and like, and no one knows what's happening. Cause it's all in your head. So it's like, can you look at something and appreciate it? Like, wow. She's got really good style and leave it at that. It has nothing to do with you. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's kind of like groundbreaking, but also life-changing. And when you start shifting your thought process that way and your actions that way, you start creating like incredible energetic karma for yourself. It's really powerful. This chapter is my favorite chapter to be honest with you. It's the best.
0: Compliments are so powerful and Mm -hmm. we should hand more of those out Every day mm-hmm. because we receive, mm-hmm. like you said, such great energy back from offering the mm-hmm. compliment. Because mm-hmm. guess what? That woman that you're offering that compliment to faced her closet the same way you faced yours. <laughs> totally. And
1: I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I've complimented somebody on the street. Yeah. And you, you like the way that they light up. I have like a, a theory about this. It's in the book too, but like the way that they light up. Is like you 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 changed their day. Like they probably had a, you know one of those experiences or were feeling like not good enough because they were comparing. So now we're dishing a compliment that makes them feel good. So then they are like going off and having a great day. But then, I mean, I don't know. A day later, someone compliments your shoes on the street, and all of a sudden you start seeing this incredible cycle of goodness and kindness towards others and compassion towards others and you know, love towards others. And we start changing the world that way. I mean, this is like a really, really big concept that I'm like, I'm going to change the world with this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my heart is still still like left my chest. <laughs> and I, nobody looks at me here on the show at the kitchen table. Nobody's at the table saying, Oh, Alicia, she's got great style, but guess what? I care. Like, I care about this conversation. I care about us feeling empowered Mm -hmm. in our bodies. I care about, you know, like that compliment on the street. There is so much body hatred and negativity and self-judgment and criticism Mm -hmm. and all that. That shines like this potent, vibrant Mm -hmm. light in the world. You're right for what that's going to change the world. And if we all cared about that a little bit more, maybe we could let a little bit more of the style confidence come in to Mm -hmm. our souls and be expressed on the outside through the clothes that we choose Mm -hmm. to wear. Okay, absolutely. On for like another hour, (laughs) like we scratch the surface about what I want to do. I know so much, (laughs) (laughs) but Lori, I know that I'm going to get more from you because you are contributing to the workshop. You're going to be within the workshop. I am so excited about it. Everybody that is participating in the workshop as well is going to get a book from Lori, so I am Mm -hmm. so excited about that as well. So, not only will they get the book, they will get a workshop from you and the opportunity to work with you. And so can you explain to everybody because they all want to like know more, like they're in this, they want to learn more from you. Where can they find you? Where could you potentially work with them? Where, Where should they go to find more? And learn more. Yeah. Well, right
1: now you can find like, all right. I mean, you can go to my website at obviously to see more about me and my work, but I'm having like a blast on Instagram, making video reels and outfit switch ups and transitions. I'm really practicing those reels. It's hard, but it's worth it <laughs> when you get when you spin and then the next spin you're in a new outfit. You're like, yes. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> but I, you know, my Instagram is like a live blog of, my personal style journey, my body issues I go through, how to break through them, how to work through that. So there's so much there that you can experience and learn from until our program together, which is going to be so amazing. And, you know, even in doing like a private workshop, this one-on-one aspect to it is just so supportive because... no matter what, everyone is so individualistic, we all have something different and we can learn from each other, but ultimately what is going to work specifically for one person is going to be a little bit different for the other. And I really love that, you know, face-to-face times. So I really look forward to working with your incredible women in this group because, you know, we can go down into the nitty gritty of like what is in, in a no judgment space. And that's really the biggest part. I bring no judgment to the table because I've been there, I get it and we all have it. And I've, you know, through my course of work for the past 12 years, uh, you know, it's been, you know, we there's always something. And so let's love ourselves for the fact that we're all the same in that regard. And uh, my book is coming out in August. So that's super exciting. And yes, everyone will get the book that joins the program. And also um, yeah, the pre-sale link will be up soon. Right now you can go to, um, on my Instagram, like link, uh, there is, you can download free screensavers till I make my big announcements, um, sign up for my newsletter, the style empowerment revolutions really going to change the world with this. And, and I even have right now a free seven days, seven ways style program. There's so, so many things that you could do like seven days, seven ways. It's a, it's a week challenge of getting dressed. And I give you style prompts every day with collages, inspiration, and a daily video that teaches you about the concept as well as how to get dressed that day. So you are learning like so much directly from me. It's all free. It's super fun. And yeah, I just hope you enjoy it. I just want everyone to get up, get dressed that makes you feel good, whatever that looks like, and go bring your light to the world. That's
0: it. Can you say your website and your Instagram one more time for everybody?
1: Yes. Oh, lauriebstyle.com. And my Instagram is at lauriebstyle. It's
0: Lori, thank you so much for your lights and your knowledge and your sharing and your non-judgment. You've really created some fire in today's episode. I cannot thank you enough for that. So look forward to all of our collaborations. The workshop launches June 20th. Okay, June 20th is the launch of the workshop. Do not forget to sign up. Spots are limited. And do not forget also to put on your calendars the launch date for You Are the Style, Lori's book coming out. That is also going to be such fire, so excited for what's to come. Lori, so thankful for you and for everybody else. Thanks for listening. Have a great day, a great weekend, and we'll see you back here at the kitchen table for Monday's episode. Have a great day. Thanks, Lori.